So you're working out four hours a week. You are maintaining a caloric load well below your metabolic rate, and you are still not losing weight. So more than likely you won't, especially my middle-aged males and females, uh, you won't. <laughs> hey team, Evolve Strong with CJ, this is CJ. And these are simple chats to keep wellness and fitness at the forefront of your mind. Today's topic, we are going to discuss intermittent fasting. First off though, I am going to let you know that in no way, shape and form am I a nutritionist uh, or a dietitian. I am a trainer who has specialized in weight loss for the last 15 years of my life. I've been in the fitness industry for 25, so I have a very specific skill set that I have used. And through, with that said, my uh, research, I do have, obviously, my graduate level degrees are from Harvard, and uh, my undergraduate degrees are from UNM, also from the athletic training program from the University of New Mexico, along with Anderson Schools of Management here at UNM. So I do have an education in the background, but I can't technically say that I'm a nutritionist or a dietitian. So I'm just getting all that bullshit out of the way. So anybody who uh, has that. Secondly, guys, if you have any special cases like diabetes or if you have heart disease, if you have issues that are above and beyond my pay grade, I always recommend you go and see your physician. And I have complete access and wonderful access to um, uh, nutritionists here. We, we have Miss Christine Collin, which a lot of you know, and then we also have now Mona, who's fantastic, and then also Nancy McKinnon. Um, so if you do need a next step, we can definitely go there. But I'm going to talk to you about some tools that I use in my arsenal with clients that have I have built a trust with. And um, the reason that I'm talking about this, Miss Heidi, thank you for the recommendation, who is in our shred program. She came in balls to the wall. She lost seven pounds within the first week. And then boom, <laughs> she's like, plateaued. now seven weeks in the first week. But then now this last week, she's lost like three pounds, 3%, I mean, excuse me, like 2% of her body fat. There's body compositions going up crazy. But let me tell you, I always assign four hours a week. The science behind this is very sound, that you need to at least get four hours of output, four hours of strength training, four hours of everything. You know, four hours just seems to be a magical number that a lot of scientists, that majority of scientists agree with, okay? Um, that that allows for cardiovascular uh, improvement because because that's a muscle your lungs, your pulmonary improvement, um, strengthening bone density, a lot of different cool things, especially when you add weight lifting within that time frame. Um, now we're doing our four hours a week. Then what I normally do is I always require all my clients to write down what they eat, add, get a nutrition log. I call it a nutrition log because it's like your bank account. You need to know what you're putting in so that you know what you can take out, right? So if we don't know what we're eating, we'll never have an idea of what we need to change. So you always need to make sure that you keep that. Then what I try to do right at the beginning is assign a max caloric load. Now, listen, one of the very, it's in the Harvard reviews, it's in the, you know, all of the government documents. If you multiply your weight times, oh, excuse me, the weight that you wish to be times 12, then that probably is going to be a very good uh, max caloric load range. Okay. So let's say I want to be 150 pounds times 12. That's 1,800 calories that I should put into my system a day. Okay. Plus if you're burning off the four, you know, just that's kind of a good way of, of talking about it. Now, 
I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to get into that greatly, okay? But I want to get into this. Okay, so we're watching our calories so well. We're hitting our macros. We're, we're getting good proteins. We've cut out the junk, but we're getting, you know, we've even decreased our calories to maybe 1,500. And we're working out religiously six, seven days a week, but yet we're not losing weight. So let's talk about the reasons why. We have an amazing body. And the body itself will adapt to situations that and stresses that it is currently under. We also have hormonal structures that help regulate our digestive system, our metabolism, all different kinds of things, right? And it's all science-based. So what happens is, is our body's like, oh my goodness, we're going into a starvation mode. And historically, we've had a lot of food coming into our system. So our insulin, which is the one hormone that I'm talking about right now, continues to be what we call resistant to change. So historically, Anthropology 101, we used to hunt, we used to forage. We never used to have caramel macchiato grandes with shitloads of sugar in the morning, then with a banana, and then we have a, a granola bar, then we have breakfast, and then we go to lunch a buffet for lunch. And then we have snacks and we go to our, our offices. We have Snickers bars. We have vending machines. We have Coke. We have, you know, just different things. And we get home and no man, now, now we've, we're home cooking. And then we snack with ice cream. We've eaten from 5 a.m. in the morning. Some of us probably don't get up then, but 5 a.m. in the morning, all the way until 8 o'clock at night. Now, when we begin, even when we smell food, our body's reaction, it begins to release insulin. That what that does, let's not get into the direct side. This is an easy, easy speech, okay? What that insulin does is it gets the metabolism body ready to accept food, to metabolize food. Now, what happens though, what happens though, this is also insulin, also regulates a lot of our weight. Like thyroid is a, is a weight. There's a lot of different stuff, but I'm talking specifically about intermittent fasting and the why, the, the science behind. So what we try to do, because we've eaten so much and we have these habits now of eating all day and having insulin completely in our system all darn day long, what we have to do is we have to take steps to now begin to reduce insulin in our system, or at least the resistance that our current insulin has. And how we do that, like I just told you, insulin allows, gets the body ready to accept food, the nutrients, right? So even when we smell food, so when we put it into our mouth, it's like a, a dump, right? So what happens is now what we have to do is stop putting food into our system for a little while, just for a little while, okay? When we do that, guess what happens to the insulin? It reduces its resistance. It starts going away. It starts getting, it, the system comes back to an equilibrium, okay? Everybody know what an equilibrium? That means just a baseline. So what intermittent fasting does, and this is the reason why uh, it is healthy, and you can read about this, is what I do with clients who get stuck. More than likely, especially our middle-aged people who have had a history of eating all day, who, have, who probably have insulin resistance going on, this is one strategy of so many. I use max caloric loads. I use uh, uh, um you know, 40, 40, 20, your macros. I use this. I'll use, I'll, I use all different kinds. But right now I'm assigning some of my shredders 
who have plateaued uh, 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 one day of what we call an intermittent fast. Now, there are so many fasts. I'm not telling you to go for 30 days without eating. That's, that's dumb. But what I am saying is sometimes reducing insulin resistance or trying to get that goal is maybe just eating one meal for the day, just one day, just one day, just one day, so that you eat within an hour, so that it spikes the insulin, the insulin comes down, and then for the remainder 23 hours, we're resettling our insulin to an equilibrium or to a baseline. Then the next day, so we don't shoot it back up because, you know, again, our bodies adapt. So our bodies will do exactly what happened. So we don't want to go back to the exact old habits. We want to re-implement slowly. So maybe the next day what we do is we, we have maybe two meals during the day within maybe a four-hour period or a six-hour period. And then we keep doing that, you know, until we get back to somewhat of a norm. Now, listen. The only reason you guys are probably listening to me is because you're not satisfied with your current status quo. So if you keep doing the same things over and over again, but expect different results, you're going to go freaking insane. Nobody's going to die because they only ate one meal during the day. Yeah, you'll probably be a little hungry. Yeah, you'll probably be a little lightheaded, but it is what it is. Okay. But if we're going to reset the system and don't take all 1,800 calories within that one meal, have a reasonable meal that fills you up. And then have water and tea and coffee for the rest of the day, no milk. That'll help you out, okay? That is what we're trying to do is reset our equilibrium, reset our insulin levels to equilibrium so that the body will say, okay, it's, we don't have to metabolize anymore. We, can, we were coming back to here. So now it begins to burn the excess fat. So instead of it preparing for new shit coming in, now it says, okay, we don't have anything. So now, now the body's saying, now let's burn the insides, right? That's what we're trying to accomplish. Now, with that said, make sure you're well, well hydrated all day. Try to make sure that you pick a time that is uh, good for you for the first day of intermittent fasting, okay? Especially like before workout, if you have to be cognizant, cognizant uh, or you have to have good mental clarity, you know, you don't want your stomach roiling inside like uh, a classroom or something like that. Make sure you pick the right time and then can continue to drink water, right? Or Diet Coke or, you know, stuff like that. And then the next day, you know, two meals at about 400 calories each, that's about 800 calories. And then do that for a couple of days and then, you know, come back into a normal, you know, I normally break, break my fast at 12 and then I stop eating every day around eight because that's when I get home. But I'll, I'll normally have my main foods between 12 and about five, and then I taper off completely. And that's just my norm. And especially now that I'm getting ready to compete, that's where I get my calories, right? So that's what I'm trying to do, especially within my family. My family is full of diabetes, is full of you know heart disease. So I do this for even different reasons, for more reasons than just the normal people. Now, this may not work for everybody. It may not, may not at all. But if you're not trying, Hell, right? And you maybe have to do this time and time again. Fasting is in every religion. It is in every place. Our bodies were meant to do this. So historically, lots of people have this right. We just have gotten away from it. So that is the reason that we're doing this. Now, make sure that you have a good meal. Make sure you have a great protein, good carbohydrates, nothing really starchy, um, just something that satiates you, all right? And then the next day, you know, just make it clean. Just keep it clean. Keep it clean. Um, and then when we get to a point where we feel great about our bodies, 
then we could cheat a little bit, right? But it's like a cycle, right? I'm very similar to the mechanic for your car. You come in here when it's squeaky or you got to get a front end alignment or you got to get a new tune up, right? That's why you come see me. That's why I use these techniques. That's why I'm your technician. So this is the reason, and this is why I'm talking about it today. So that's a little bit of clarity and a little bit of science and a little bit of reasoning why I use intermittent fasting as a tool. Cool? So Heidi, there you go, my friend. And to all of you out there, there it is. Now, again, always, always, always seek the advice of your, your doc. Seek the advice of your nutritionist or dietitian. Always seek their advice. Um, these are just tools of which I've used and I've refined over the last you know, 25 years of my being in this fitness business, all right? Hey, from my heart to yours, guys, remember. Hey, also, guys, remember, share this. Share this. Share the wealth. Share the wealth. And also make sure that you guys um, subscribe to it and then leave some comments. I'd really appreciate it, all right? From my heart to yours, guys, remember, start strong, stay strong. Always be evolving up most strong. Later.